Welcome to episode three, Trusting Yourself. Yeah. So this is um, an interesting um, topic because I think in today's society with there's so many distractions and, you know, social media and TikTok and all those things that we start to really become outside of ourselves and, you know, making big life decisions and things like that, you know, if we're not always continually learning to listen to our innate you know system then um we're we're sort of we're not we're going to end up sort of deviating off our path of true alignment I guess and and I wanted to um just talk about the um most recent event for me you know there's been a fair bit of turmoil in our lives not nothing major but it's enough to sit there and go okay I'm just sort of off I'm feeling frustrated I'm a living I'm a bit out of alignment here um, the lovely Renee Wilkinson from the Open Mind Space, she put a um, a course up, and it was called oh, I don't I don't even think it was a course I don't know what you a container, and uh, it was Awaken the Witches, and it was interesting because as soon as I saw that post, I was like I want to be in that. I don't know even what it is. <laughs> I just know that I need to be in that. Now, how am I going to make this happen? You know, and then of course for me personally, the you know the the cost of it comes up, and thankfully Renee had a lot of different options. So, and it was funny because I messaged her and I'm like, I don't really know what it's about, but I'm thinking that, you know, am I good enough? Like, am I right for this one? Is this for me? And she's like, you're exactly where you need to be. Like, if that's you know, just being mm. Renee just knows, and um, I was like. I'm getting pulled to this so I'm just going to roll with it and it's funny because back in I'd sort of I'd started to not trust myself if that Mm. makes sense sense, over the last few years because when um going back to when I was sharing about the 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 teachers that, that popped into my life at certain times which was my beautiful friend Megs she used to say to me and I got so out of my comfort zone because she used to say to me come and do this sound thing that we're doing it's um I don't really know what it is but it's in at the Hari Krishna's in at Mayfield I'm like yeah okay cool get there and they're doing this chanting and I'm like oh my gosh I am so out of my comfort zone everyone is looking at me and nobody's looking at me you know mm. dragging my kids along they're like mom what are we doing I'm like I don't know I'm just doing what Meg's <laughs> told me and then I did this other thing it was like this um spirit of the light or something I don't even know what it was but it was the most amazing experience you know it's like when we open ourselves up Mm. to these experiences and trust and you can't really put the finger on why you're getting drawn to it but you Mm. you know you've really got we we have to trust those things right Mm -hmm. and so yeah I I stepped into Renee's container and um, if you ever see it and this stuff interests you I highly recommend it and she said at the it got to the point it was over six weeks it was a Thursday night call and I'm like I can't wait to get on this Mm. call you know this is going to be so amazing and and obviously it was and I just every week I was just looking forward to this one hour of being in Renee's energy Mm -hmm. and her presence and you know it was just such an amazing experience and it just um by the end of it she she sort of talks about you know this will just open up you know I we don't know what's going to open up for you from this Mm. you know it's just not really it's just just go with it and trust and you know, it's just opened up so much for me. I mean, I'm, you know, learning a, a new, I'm stepping into a different area of my career and, mm. you know, the gym, 
is still a part of who I am. I do love it and all that sort of stuff, but it's just, you know, I'm really starting to open up to all these different areas. So I think it's just a really interesting thing that we 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 start to step away from listening to mm. what lights us up and that's mm. something you and I being many gens it's really important to be you know we can go through these plateaus mm-hmm. and a shadow of us is that we go oh we need to quit what we're doing because mm. that's not making us happy anymore but really it's just a plateau of growth mm-hmm. um and it's sort of pushing us into um just taking a little look into our life to see what needs to maybe we need to remove or we need to start looking at ways of uh, increasing our knowledge or our experience, opening up to more experiences. And then Mm. when we do that, then we sort of, we, we start to focus on what it is that Mm. is lighting us up and then everything else seems to just fall into place. So, you know, coaching at the gym for me has really, you know, I'm, I'm loving being in that space again and, you know, all that sort of stuff. So I've sort of moved through this plateau, but I've, I've opened up to something a little bit different, which is really like, I can't stop talking about it. I'm, you know, <laughs> anyone that will listen, I'm sharing it, you know, which is yeah. kind of like what I did with CrossFit back in the day. But yeah, yeah. so I think it's really important to really trust, um, take notice, mm. you know, what's lighting you up? Um, are you, you know, feeling that frustration or whatever? And if that's the case for, for you and I, then we know that we need to start trusting our yeah. intuition or our sacral, which is our, our gut feeling, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And I think um, I'd love to talk about why we learn not to trust ourselves initially. Um, and, and this starts off in childhood. And, you know, when people – because as children, we're actually really intuitive. We're actually really connected. And, we, you know, you know what kids are like. They just speak things as they are. They don't attach any meaning to anything. They see something, they speak it. How many times have you been around your kids and they've said something that, you know, you, you kind of say, oh, you can't say that. But or, they can. Yeah. Yeah. Because they don't, they just mm. see it, they call it as it is. Mm. And then what happens is people around them, you know, like t- shame them, tell them they're wrong, um, you know, you lie to them. That. You lie to them, you yep. can't say that, judge them, criticize them. And that's what gives us the sense of, oh, I can't trust myself. Mm. Perfect example, you know, say for instance, you've got a child who, you know, has an alcoholic parent Mm -hmm. and says to the other parent, you know, is daddy drinking? Is daddy drunk? And the mum says, no, he's not drunk. He's just really tired. He's only had two beers. He's okay. He's just really tired. Mm. The child doesn't have that capacity to access that information like being drunk is is somewhat shameful Mm. and mum doesn't want me to feel unsafe mum is trying to protect dad or mum's ashamed and so Mm. she's lying to me in order just to keep face or Mm. whatever her reasons are and but i'm actually right dad is drunk we Mm. don't do that we learn to say to to recognize oh what I think is not correct. Mm. I can't trust my way of seeing the world. Yeah. I'm wrong. Mm. I don't can't listen to myself and trust myself. Yeah. And so that's where we learn, you know, mm. to lose that sense of trust and connection with ourselves. Well, that's us stepping into our mind and our thinking mind, isn't yeah. it? And listening to those thoughts mm-hmm. when really we should be feeling it with our body and what feels right for us. Totally. But yeah. I, what I'm talking about is that conditioning from a child, yeah. like, you know, from that age. And yeah. that's why... I'm so passionate about parenting and about people 
learning you know how like the these tools yeah because you know there are some really like you know i'm sure i, I don't know about you but i have a niece and a nephew and you know they're getting older and i'm having lots of conversation like they're asking lots of questions mm. that i'm not really equipped to answer mm. and i don't know what's appropriate and what's not you want to keep them as safe and pure and innocent as possible mm. but at the same time you don't want to lie you don't want them to you don't want to lie to them and you mm. don't want to um you know, injure them in any way. Mm. So it's just so important to me for people to understand that, you know, just simply lying to your children or distorting the truth or, you know, you know, um, rejecting their version of truth, how damaging that is for them long term. Mm. You know, and it's just something I really think is important for us to learn mm. about. Mm. Um, and then that we carry that sense of mistrust of ourselves mm. our whole way through. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think like, you know, that connection with the mind and body is so true. How many times in, you know, say for instance, situations, you feel sick in the body, you feel sick in the stomach, you feel unsafe, Mm. you feel threatened, but you talk yourself out of it. Yeah, that's your thinking mind stepping in and taking over that body because of conditioning that we've had. Mm. So yeah, it's pretty... um, it's It's an interesting concept, isn't it? And it's hard to, like when you sit there and think about it, it's like, hard to get your head around it yeah Mm. yeah and you know it like i think a part of the work that we're doing is wanting people to become more connected to themselves like you know i'm a perfect example of this like when things happen in my life that cause a bit of confusion pain i always look for others like Mm. i always see myself find myself asking other people what do you think (laughs) i should do here And it's, it's so interesting because that's such a, a wounded trait that I don't trust myself enough mm. to go within and actually listen to what's going on for me and mm. trust that I know how to make the right decision for me. Because you do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We just have stopped listening. Yeah. yeah. We stopped listening. I had to do a, um, a oh, Q, QH, what was it, that hypnosis thing that I did not so long ago? I was there for the full day, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was, you know, you, you get hypnotized and then you've got to, you, you, you speak and it's, you know, you're in a state and what comes out is just phenomenal. Mm. But that's, that answer is in there that, you know, that those feelings and those thoughts are in there. And you, when I actually think about it, I'm like, oh, that's so, and I have to listen back to it. Mm. Like, wow, that's so crazy. Like, where did that even, where did it even come did from? It come from? Yeah. Because our deeper self knows. Knows, like, yeah, yeah. always knows. It's got that inner knowing. Yeah, mm. yeah. So, you know, I think, you know, how do people start to learn to trust themselves more? Like what steps can they take to and, – and also to I think learning to trust yourself too is so – I think this is so important, being okay with whatever happens. Like if you are in a predicament where you don't know, like there's a decision you need to make mm. – Sometimes learning to trust yourself is actually in saying to yourself, I'm going to make a decision and and it's going to be this and I'm just going to trust whatever comes of it is the right path for me. Mm. Like starting a business, for example, so many people have such fear Mm -hmm. around starting business and that's a sense of like, I don't trust myself. What if I fail? Mm. Well, sometimes the failure of that will lead you to the thing that you need to do. Mm, Absolutely. That might lead or the failure of the divorce might lead Mm. you to the relationship that yeah. you actually were meant to have, you know, like Charlotte on Sex and the City. You know, she went through that divorce with Trey and she, you know, her divorce lawyer was the person. I mean, I know that's not real life, but, you know, I just thought that was <laughs> ironic. <laughs> 
So I just think, you know, trusting that whatever decision you make, yeah. whatever the consequences are, are the right ones and the ones that are meant to happen in your path. 100%. And I think that's where that little bit of inner turmoil comes from too because we're trying to control situations. Mm. Um, you know, oh. that's where I, you know, I really enjoy spending time with Muz and Renee from the Open Mind Space and, you know, watching them and the way they're navigating their life at the moment is just and just spending time with them being in their energy also sort of influences you in in that sort of just to let be what what is mm-hmm. what you know when we're trying to control those situations that's when we start feeling the anxiety or the the worry or whatever it is because that's what it is anxiety is thinking of the future trying to control the future and mm-hmm. worry is you know thinking about the past mm-hmm. right so it's just being more present in the in the now mm-hmm. which is definitely easier said than done but mm-hmm. that's where i'm the power of now mm-hmm. by eckhart tolle for me was such mm-hmm. a powerful book and mm-hmm. i've read it about four times since and mm-hmm. every time i've picked up new things and it's just we have no control just to let be be mm-hmm. yeah yeah exactly and i think <laughs> funnily sex in the city No, not Sex and the City, but my own experience for a change. Um, Years ago, when I went through my last breakup, I remember being coached by my coach at the time and I would say, I would be like, what about this and what about that and this is happening and that's happening and she'd say to me, you can't control that narrator, can't control him narrator, you can't control her narrator, can't control what they think narrator. And I remember one day saying to her, am I controlling? (laughs) That was like such a foreign concept to me and her reaction was priceless. She was like, oh, I just assumed you knew that you were. <laughs> I had no idea. So uh, I need to just share a little uh, story from today. Uh, Nez likes to drive and uh, <laughs> that's her controlling nature. And I drove and she was like, <laughs> she goes, oh, I'm sorry. I'm being really controlling now. And the thing is, it's interesting is I actually hate driving. I think I'm a good driver, but I'm just, I hate driving. I love to be a passenger. So we actually <laughs> quite a good team in the car <laughs> but I just, it's just oh. that yeah you could see that you were yes. like getting yes. a bit antsy yes. wanting to take control yeah because I had no idea where I'm I'm like being so vague yeah no wonder you wanted to take control and so you were frightened <laughs> for your life you had no idea where you were <laughs> I mean Newcastle we were in and I had Newcastle. No- <laughs> we're driving from Qatar all the way home and I'm thinking didn't you have a business here for like years? How do you not know where we are? Oh my God. But for me, like, and, and that's, you know, now having unpacked that a little bit, I know I felt so unsafe and so powerless as a child. So my way of controlling my life now and those around me is my way of feeling safe. Mm. So my work has been in surrendering a little bit of that and understanding like that if you don't drive the way I do to JB Hi-Fi to get a couple of microphones <laughs> on a Thursday afternoon when we're not in a rush yeah it's okay yeah, yeah. it's okay if it takes a bit longer yeah, yeah. it's all right what like you mean it's... takes longer there's only are you like driving 10ks faster than me or what? no it's just it would be more efficient no I would because you know I would have gone a better way <laughs> I would have gone a better way I would have been overtaking people at this point this point this point I love my my one of my best mates Sophie Matt what does she call it she calls it driving on the offense and she and I I love the way she drives she's probably the only person I feel really safe in the car with because she drives like me she's always looking ahead and she's like where's the gap where can I overtake and it's just hilarious but um what I thought was so fun, like, you know, and that's my work in mm. letting go of that, recognizing when I am in wanting to control 
when I'm and and I think what's important like because it took me a long time to wrap my head around what that meant was whenever I was focused on someone else and what they were doing or what they weren't doing or what they were saying or what they weren't saying like whenever I wanted it to be different yeah and and that's when you're in control mode that's when you're in you know like and you're actually not just trusting yeah that whatever's unfolding is meant to unfold yeah yeah and it's really hard it's one of the things we really struggle with as human beings because one of our human needs is certainty yeah and part of that is control yeah and you know i i give myself lots and lots of compassion mm. because you know that's my inner child mm. wanting to scream out that you're not safe yeah but really i am yeah so terry real talks about this you know he's a fantastic author he wrote whole brain Ch- oh actually no he didn't write whole brain child sorry that was dan siegel he talks about adaptive then maladaptive now mm. so the the when you grow up in a dysfunctional home what was adaptive as a child mm. is maladaptive as an adult it's mm. actually the thing that's causing you the disconnect so it's it's beautiful because it's looking at those things as a child and going and recognizing it makes sense that i was the way that i was because that's what kept me safe mm. you know that's what kept you safe as a child and kept you loved and accepted in your home because we need human connection to survive but now as an adult, that's what's keeping you disconnected and we can learn to let that go and, and mm. heal that. Yeah, yeah. And I think trust plays in part because if you trust, mm. you don't go into control. The mm. opposite. Trust is the opposite of control and control is the opposite of trust. That's the gift. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, I think that when you learn to surrender and trust more and more in your life, more and more comes to you. Yeah. More love, more safety, more security, more abundance, yeah. more joy. Yeah. Because you can let go and you can go back to that childlike state mm. where you are in a state of joy and you are in a state of love, like more yeah. and more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, for me personally, like Frankie is probably my biggest mirror and bringing up a lot for me with my anger and, you know, frustration and things like that. And it's interesting because when my kids were younger, my older kids, as much as that stuff did come up a little bit, it's not like it has been now as I'm mm. getting older. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's been something. But that's for another session, mm. another therapy session. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, like we really encourage you, ask yourself what part of your life could you lean into trusting yourself more? Mm. And and where, you know, and I'm a big fan of grabbing the low-hanging fruit, you know. Mm. The bigger relationships, the more triggering ones – or the more, you know the bigger experiences in life maybe they're really risky for you to kind of take a leap of faith and trust something but what are some small ways you can let go of control and trust mm. that whatever's fold, unfolding is meant to yeah. unfold yeah. trusting yourself more and taking those steps to build that connection with yourself mm. because yeah. yeah it's when we live from that place we have more freedom we have more a sense of you know, being our true self mm. and um, we're not so focused on others around us and, and, you know, we're focused inwards. Yeah. Yeah, that's the key, hey? Mm. Anything else you'd like to add? No, I think that's about it. That's a bit about it for me. Yeah. Mm. So please, if you, you know, practice trusting yourself in some way, if you have a little success story, if you listen to this and then it makes you go out and, you know, growth is really in just in the one percenters. It's doing one thing differently that you would have done, you know, last time. It's that's the key to 
being good at CrossFit. Too, yeah, right? everything. Yeah. It's everything. It's just one percent. Yeah. If you see that you've done something differently, tried something different, and it's and it's paid off, like please let us know. Let us know we're on the right track. Um, and, and if there are any questions about this, reach out. And also, I think it's really important to know that we don't celebrate ourselves enough either. So mm. you know, when you're doing these little one percent, and there's this little bit of change, like celebrate that. Yeah. Because you know, that positive reinforcement is what helps set the momentum for continuing on with that yep. that journey. I mean, I see it a lot with my nutrition clients and it's like we just forget to, you know, get your clothes out the night before and if you get up and you go to the gym and maybe it's only once this week, but celebrate that, mm. you know, like just reinforce that positive step forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because nothing like there's nothing come nothing good comes from the opposite mm. which is shaming ourselves judging ourselves criticizing ourselves yeah like well you it, know, it's a perpetual cycle exactly it steps you back that's right yeah so having the opposite having more compassion for ourselves having more like celebrating those little wins will actually help you to like want to make more of those choices that's like right. it's like making the bed in the morning mm. when you make that bed in the morning first thing you have that little tick of like I have made my bed. I've done one little task for today and it just naturally makes you more productive that day. Yeah. Whereas on those days where you don't make it, you feel mm. like a slob. I mean, I don't know about you, but I do. I feel like yeah. I just can't handle it. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's mm. really, really leaning into that. Well, I think my bed's unmade at the moment. Really? I've been quite productive today. <laughs> well, like, okay, well, maybe. <laughs> for you. <laughs> that's my experience. That's right. Can't yeah. speak about yours. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's, uh, yeah. So learn to lean into trusting yourself one, like in some small way, let us know what your wins are. Let us know, you know, how you've learned to trust yourself. And, you know, that's something I'm really leaning into a lot Mm. lately. So yeah. Yeah. And enjoy the ride. Yes. I say, you never know when you're going to end up. You might be, might be at the Harikushnas in Mayfield (laughs) doing uh, the sound, Sound (laughs) the chanting. chanting. Why not? (laughs) Thanks so much for another episode, guys. Thanks for being here. Please share it out. See you later. Bye. Bye.